Hi, welcome back to Digital Advertising. This is the 15th episode, which is pretty wild. My name is Chris Clark, and I am sitting here with my co-hosts, Karthik Nair and Winnie Teal. What's up, y'all? Hello. Welcome. So, we just wrapped up the Super Bowl a week ago. Well, almost a week ago. It's Thursday, February 16th now. So, happy post-Valentine's Day. I feel like we've gotten the holidays out of our, our systems. Uh, you got, you know, the... St. Paddy's Day and whatnot coming up, but we're post holiday. Football is over. Um, we're in that like just uh, lull before summer. I feel like, but there's a lot of awesome content and a lot of things that are going on. But we wanted to kind of use today to talk about the Super Bowl, which uh, was the third most watched in history with about Chiefs. 113 million. Yep, Karthik is a Chiefs fan. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, rallied to defeat the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so again, regardless if you're an Eagles or Chiefs fans. Super Bowl fan, a Rihanna fan. Uh, there were a lot of eyeballs on that Super Bowl. So we're going to kind of dive into some of our favorite uh, points of the night, some of the numbers and and all of that, that great stuff. But uh, other than that, I mean, you know, we were talking a little bit before we went on. What did y'all think of, of the, the game or what did y'all think of the commercials? Winnie, we'll start. Okay. I just think the commercials uh, have gotten duller over the years. All right. They but... weren't as exciting okay. or funny. As yeah. they used to be. We, this is what we were talking about. I was yes. like, I want to start with you. So I want to hear your opinion. So, I mean, um, elaborate just a little bit more. Let There's a hear. little dry. It's just not as funny. You know, you used to have commercials that were so hilarious. You knew that you could run them for a year and they would still, they would be like indulgable. Now, I mean, us sitting here talking, we're like, oh, okay. What what commercial was that? What was, they were a little forgettable. Yeah. It's that such a, and I wonder if that's because of just like from the standpoint of we live in now with such a fast paced world of now, now, now that like content can be yes. turned around to something at this point in time. But like you're talking, like I think of like back in the day, like the what's up commercials. Right. Like, I mean, those are still like, you know, legendary commercials, but those were Super Bowl commercials, you know, or like the Bud. Why, sir? Like the frog, or even stuff. the Clydesdale yes, ads, which frogs. like invoked emotion in some way and Were like there made a Clydesdale you. Clydesdale ad in this. I didn't Super Bowl? see a Clydesdale ad this time, but oh, like, and, you know why? I think because Anheuser Busch for the first time in thirty years wasn't like the main sponsor. Oh, so that might have been why there's. No so who was the main sponsor? Well, that was it. well. So like I, I think that main beverage sponsor. Gotcha. So with them dropping off, they were able to kind of promote their other sub brands, but then there were other I think alcohol brands that were able to jump Got in. It. So Got maybe it. that's why there were no Clydesdales. But um, regardless, um, I, I feel what you're talking about, Winnie. That that makes sense. Um, it, it, again, I, it probably is because we're all goldfish, so our attention spans <laughs> are shorter. But there's a lot of um, stuff that was just to the point of now today again modern which i don't mind but there wasn't anything that i'm like man i'll be able to tell my kids about like because that was up things you know i'll be able to show jack jack on youtube you know down the line and he's gonna love that i'd hope but like i mean that's a timeless commercial yeah and i think this this year's commercials were really um really focused on bringing celebrities back to the forefront and in a time where influencers have taken over the marketing spectrum this point. year you didn't really see any influences throughout the year you see influences across beauty brands and clothing brands and 
major commercials and major brands in themselves partnering. But for the Super Bowl, all you saw were celebrities and celebrity partnerships. So that's, I just a, that's, think a, this that's was, a great point, actually. The funny thing was even the biggest YouTuber was just given like a f- five second like uh, clip in one of the ads. That was Mr. Mr. Beast, Beast. was yeah, yeah okay. he was there for like five seconds and he's like probably got a bigger reach than most of the actors that was featured in that particular ad itself. I forgot which one it was, but well, the, I mean, see, uh, forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. But you remember? But you remember? But I remember Mr. Beast was there. I'm like, oh shit, it was Mr. Beast. Right, that, but I mean, it gets to that point, like that, from a celebrity standpoint, that you know they always push it in the crowd, which I think with any Super Bowl, there's going to be a lot of celebrities. But from the ads, I think what J Lo Ben Affleck had the, the Dunkin' Donuts Dunkin'. ad. Yeah. We're talking about Cardi B and Offset with McDonald's, and they're pushing now that that meal. Um, the Arena had Remy Martin and Michelob. Yeah, I think you, you actually made a good point. You saw, you noticed couples, right? Yes, so couples and or some type of relationship, mother son. Mm-hmm. It was it was some type of relationship correlation between most of yeah. the people in the commercials. It'd, so. it'd be a cool study to kind of look at like all of the. Out of all of the Super Bowl commercials, what agencies or what companies did – I mean, well, not companies. We'll know the brands that did it. But what agencies or creatives made those to see like from a standpoint of, you know, all right, did they go in with a strategy of, all right, we're going to focus on more of a a touch – like a family touch, t- pull on the heartstrings kind of feel. Um I love that we're, we're going to look into that. But no, they, I mean, it really was. I, I think you made a great point. We talked about Bradley Cooper and, and his mother, right? And then um, mm-hmm. Miles Teller and his wife. Right. My wife and I were both like, um, as the commercial was was happening, like we'd obviously knew Miles Teller. We're like, is that his wife? We had to like Google it. So I think they probably, I, I bet a lot of people Googled that. But also, I mean, the number one search was, is Rihanna pregnant? Um, <laughs> yeah. Trending within five seconds of and taking the stage. To get yeah. it though, it did. I was like, hold on, is that a baby bump? Or hold on, when did she have her baby? My wife, my wife and sister-in-law were doing the same thing. They were Googling it. We're like Irish twins. Like what's going on? But if you, I missed like the very first start of it. But if you noticed at the beginning, she like she she pat her her stomach. She did. She pat her baby bump. But I think hands down, her performance was amazing. Yes. Okay. Let's get into that then. Yes, I think it was like she promoted her brand like a queen. Like in that, just because of her like just showing the makeup box itself, it got just a high amount of searches. Like eight hundred percent was the amount of searches was for Fenty Beauty and her like um like makeup line yes you probably yes of course <laughs> yeah uh but no that's amazing and like on top of the fact that like they used it looked like some i saw a bunch of memes about how it looked like the uh mario kind of uh super mario uh steps oh yes for how her platform looked like but geez it just looked like something that took an immense production value at least and not even not just that to think about um, what went into it with her one being pregnant preparing for that when you think about the wind control you have to have singing at a higher elevation and she was in the air well, we're talking about the dangerous stunt she was doing as a pregnant yes. lady i was mind-boggled <laughs> and at the end i was like is she strapped down it didn't look yeah. like she was strapped like she was in the beginning but i think she took that i think it was very seamless and for her to own that whole halftime the entire time and not bring a single collaboration in mm-hmm. was flawless. I think yeah. hands down top, I would say top five performance. Oh, there I, I thought like she would bring like someone on, you know, maybe like Drake or something. Nope. Yeah, maybe like, Rihanna. Most of the, yeah. 
<laughs> I thought it was pretty funny that like most of the songs too. I mean, she did a lot of co-features in her career, so it's like she had Kanye West song and Jay Z right. song yeah. and all but, that. Like, all but it was like I'm gonna sing so the hook, so screw you guys. And Jay Z was there too. I was, Kanye that was probably dope. sitting somewhere cringing, like trying to run out. Like I need somebody to talk about me. <laughs> uh, but I mean, to that point, she she drew uh, 28.5 million viewers. I think um, I saw something. I don't know if it was accurate, but I think like they said that there was more viewers for the halftime show than there was for the overall Super Bowl. Which again, I mean, to me, Rihanna is such a pop culture figure that already if you have your sports fans watching the Super Bowl, you're going to have those extra set of eyes being like, let me check Twitter to see when this like, halftime is. All right, I'm going to start watching you know, the Super Bowl. So um, yeah, lots of eyes. And to Karthik's point, she held her brand you know, really, really well. So it says about 25 or 28.5 million households tuned into the singer's performance Sundays compared to the 28.7 million who watched uh, Dr. Dre and the all-star supporting cast from last year's show. So a little bit smaller, but again, um, I think there are a little bit more eyeballs on this Super Bowl than, than the past. So, uh, but her star power, just again, wild to see. And all of the other ancillary things that can kind of come in as digital assets that she can do to follow her brand. And that's why I think it's so cool is like individuals now, it doesn't necessarily have to be like Anheuser-Busch and focus on that. You can be Rihanna and have like 30 brands tied to you at that point and you're going to get millions of eyeballs. And one marketing opportunity that I think like brands just really miss was why they did not cash in on the Kelsey brothers' mother. Oh, like, yeah. c- come on, like that was like, she was one of the highlights of the uh, Super Bowl itself because both her kids were playing, and she was wearing a jacket that had both the teams' uh, uh, brands itself. But like literally, a brand that used uh, some of the celebrities could have used her and actually gotten a lot more kind of like organic content coming out of it. Definitely, yeah. No, I feel you. Um. So one thing that I was looking at, just kind of like nerd data-wise stuff, but it kind of shared, uh, Adweek shared a note that it said the Super Bowl spend. So overall, like you'd think of this, the past, like um, just the mega social channels, but it was kind of sharing that a lot of advertisers were shifting away from Twitter and then obviously going to TikTok and Reddit. And I think with Elon buying Twitter over the last, um, you know, half year and then you're seeing with what's just the eyeballs and the value of tiktok right now um obviously jumping over there but it did share that some cpms on some of the digital platforms were also cheaper this year um i believe wasn't the when was the winter olympics was that i'm trying to think of when the olympics were uh tied up into the super bowl because that always kind of comes into play with the the commercials and such i don't think it was last year i think it was a little bit um a couple years back but um regardless said top 20 spenders on digital ads spent 3.2 million on TikTok ads between January 1st and Super Bowl Sunday. And it says, according to data from Sensor Tower, that's an increase of more than 400% from the 54,307 brands spent in 2022. So it says seven top 20 brands advertised on TikTok in 2023 compared to the last year. Uh, meanwhile, the top 20 advertisers avoided a popular screen, Twitter. So collectively spending 43% less than they did in 2023. And so only nine brands chose to advertise on the platform compared to 15 brands last year. So, I mean, and actually it goes on to say, I would roughly, I would say roughly 90% of our clients have dropped off of Twitter and most of them have not returned, said Brianne Morrison, vice president of paid social at Publicis Media uh, in Canada. So, um, the uh again fallout of elon um and what is happening on twitter and then also 
TikTok's not slowing down. So nothing that is happening, you know, with, with the, the trickles of government and, you know, certain areas of the United States or like uh, public universities or whatever government, you know, facilities having not, you know, no TikTok. People are blown. I mean, again, I, people, it, it blows my mind from, I love music and, and how you discover music. And like early on was when I was young, it was like MySpace. And it was like, you had your, uh, your indie channel and you had your main artist. And then, you know, you evolved into SoundCloud and all these things. And now TikTok is such a major channel for, or you know, major driver for finding views. And it's a major thing for everything. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's just crazy to see this. Like by the time the Super Bowl was over, I already started seeing like videos of people like duetting what Rihanna was doing, her look, uh, uh, like confirming whether she was pregnant or not, like what she was doing with the brand. It was already there. The hype was already there. It was like what normally happens with like a bunch of Twitter bots sending, you know, like, oh, check out this commercial or something like that. It's now happening on TikTok yeah. in that same level. And I'm looking at, <clears throat> excuse me, media marketing dive right now. And they said 40% um, of the brands that advertise during the game bought a hashtag associated with it to push their mm -hmm. social media campaign. Good. More than 50 celebrities appeared in the Super Bowl ads. Ridiculous. That is wild. I mean, it's smart with the hashtags just in regards yes. to grabbing that that user-generated content. Absolutely. So you'll, you'll again see that more and more of these brands as you guys have hashtagged your photos or whatever you were hashtagging on Sunday. Uh, you know, they're going to capture that and turn that into some content, you know, most likely, um, which I love. Like, I think, um, you know, Spotify has done that creatively in the past. Uh, Netflix has done that with some of the data in the past. Um, um, Digital Ignite here has done that with some of our clients with with creating hashtags to utilize, which is, is really, really cool to see. So um, one and then one type of uh, ads that didn't run this year, but was a lot last year were crypto ads. There was a ban on it. Last year, Coinbase kind of set the trend with the QR codes. This year, we saw a lot of different brands uh, use QR codes. But last year, when Coinbase actually purchased the ad, which was for like $7 million for a 30-second spot, it actually crashed the app uh, because of all the traffic that kind of generated from just the QR code. And it was just a moving logo. Uh, well, this year, I think one of the more effective brands with having that sort of like immediate effect of like confusion was Tubi. Like, I, uh, like I'm pretty sure like a bunch of people actually respond. I saw a bunch of like uh, posts about it, but a lot of people really react like, Hey, was the remote or something like that. Yes. No, I'd say that Tubi. Was me. Yeah, I was going to say Tubi was, <laughs> Tubi was that, uh, Coinbase moment. Yeah. yeah. I think to the point of just where the, where the world is with, with crypto and, and how, um, the economy's gone and, and you've seen, I'm following Bitcoin right now. It's going a little bit back mm -hmm. up, but you know, ultimately just over the last year, it wasn't what it was. And so, yeah. you know, with lawsuits and actors now being sued for again, promoting these things, which again, it's in the freaking print. You're literally, it's almost, you're betting, you're putting money out there. Um, so that's on you, you know, that's totally on you, but regardless, uh, the value of these, these crypto coins have, have plummeted, um, and you should buy now. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, um, yeah, it's a great point. They dominated last year. I mean, it was almost to the point of where it was so annoying that it was just strictly almost crypto businesses but um and i feel like also the fact that it was in la like i felt like that kind of added to it yeah like matt damon's uh which i forgot the which crypto brand like crypto. it was com, i think or yeah it was crypto.com but like that was one of the biggest ads and then featured like coinbase there was also the ftx that was by tom brady like just all of those different collaborations kind of just all of that in the year tom brady yeah just in a year FTX gone guys going to jail matt damon got sued for that commercial <laughs> Jeez. i've lost all my bitcoin um so basically with that i mean the 2b1 let's talk about that i mean thinking of that was some of my favorites um 
when I saw the rabbits kind of getting dropped or the rabbits taking people and dropping them down the rabbit hole, it took me like a second to understand drop or like going down the rabbit hole. Cause first I thought it was a Donnie Darko, um, new movie, but, um, very, very, very cool and clever. And I think you all had mentioned that the, the ad with the remote through, yeah. through your families off or through yourselves off. Uh, me off. Uh, <laughs> apparently like it got voted like one of the best, ads, but a lot of people were really freaked out and a lot of people are reporting at least most of the publications are reporting that people freaked out in such a way that it's actually kind of disruptive, like destructive to the brand itself. Like, why would you want to be associated with a time where people really got confused and like went to do something that they didn't, they didn't want to do? Grow up, boomer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. I mean, yeah. No, I, I, I thought it was like super because I started like shouting at my you brother what, who though, had the remote. That's the type of stuff that they did something right because you have people talking about it from all the all types of light. And you're going to yeah. have people that are going to hate on it. Those people don't like change. They're scared of whatever for some reason and a screen taking over. And I don't understand how it can be intrusive. You're talking about it. So I honestly didn't realize that I had it happened or need, like wanted to try Tubi out but like i'd try the hell out of Tubi now yeah <laughs> but like when you go search for it on google majority of the contents like viewers freak out over fake ad uh the super <laughs> Tubi super bowl ad yeah. cost a stir uh leave some viewers thinking that they accidentally switched the channel but definitely it does seem like people just wanted to get annoyed at something and it felt well like kudos it. to their marketing director because yeah. they did it right I agree. <laughs> yeah no they, they had two amazing spots a guy punched a wall over to be super bowl commercial oh wow all right well that guy needs lexapro <laughs> in therapy um man don't even punch a wall over it he was, he was just so mad my uh my screen just took over i can't take this ai I can't take them robots <laughs> turn into wally um well I think, you know, from that standpoint, the Super Bowl, again, lots of eyeballs. Was there anything else to you all that kind of stood out before we wrap up the show? No, nothing that stood out. I think it will be good for us to close it out with voting on which one is the best commercial personally. I was going to say, okay, we didn't even touch on that. We so didn't. I, I just kind of went. I said mine was the, the 2B rabbit hole one. Um, what about y'all? Uh, I think like because even now pop culture kind of really dominates Super Bowl ads and you know celebrities really kind of come into it but the places where it really becomes effective is when you bring out their favorite like character so like the pop co corners with like Breaking Bad and even Ben Stiller's ads with I don't even know which brand it was I just remember Ben Stiller coming as Zoolander that was the only thing I <laughs> kind of picked out from it but the pop corners with Breaking Bad was Kind of cool to see oh, both totally of them. I forgot about that one. That was yeah. a good ad. Yeah. I wonder if that, that was like who also spent the most money like on, on actors. You know, was yeah. it Ben, ben Affleck and J-Lo? Yeah, it was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, they reprised, uh, what is it? Their Breaking Bad roles. And basically yep. um, it was all about, yeah, Popcorners. There was another one. Was it Danny McBride with Popcorners? Was he tied? Uh, that was i saw the danny mcbride one that was but, here in charleston so yeah that, it was filmed over in ion i, I read really um, that's yeah, awesome i got married in ion which is dope it's a beautiful <laughs> neighborhood but very very cool to see danny mcbride and his production company i would assume picked that rough up house. and was able yeah. to do do that so shout out to rough house as well so that's awesome to see charleston uh in a in a super bowl um and he continues to shine light on this beautiful town as well so um Winnie, did you go? My, no, mine's is a tie. But okay, like okay. but like when only because they were dancing to the uh holding music. And then the and Uber. So Bud Light, that was the Miles Teller and his yes. wife. Okay, yeah, yeah. And good. then the Uber Eats with um was that Diddy making the commercial? 
making the jingle. Oh yeah, that was I Uber pro- One. Yes, yeah, Uber they were one. promoting That's that. Tied right. between those all right, two. Very, so. very <laughs> cool. I love it. Well, all right, y'all. Well, we don't want to take it sh- too much more of your time up. So we appreciate you jumping in and, and listening to us. But um, again, if you want to find out more and uh, learn about all of this this fun stuff of digital marketing, digital advertising, data. Um, visit, visit us at digital-ignite.com. We have a brand new website. It looks super, super cool. Um, you can check us out on all of the socials, slide into our DMs, and we will get right back to you and uh, answer any questions. But we'd love to talk to you and enlighten you in this, this space. But um, until next time, my name is Chris Clark. This is Karthik Nair. I'm with you. Yeah. See you, guys. All right, y'all. Thank you. Oh, and really fast on on stage. Super, super (laughs) producer. All right, y'all. Thank you.